0: It's
1: time for the weekly review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. If you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald. I'm here with my good friend, James Dempsey. Uh, James, how are you doing today? Have you done your weekly review and what's your inbox look like? But feel free to blow off those questions because I know you've been traveling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've been back for a little while, so um, I'm doing well. And uh, I finally actually got to do pretty much a full weekly review. And that feels really good. And um, my inbox is at 17 emails.
1: Oh, my gosh. Very good, James. Um, I have – also been traveling though not as far as you. Um, you you're back now from from France and if this were the travel podcast we could talk about France, uh, but this is the productivity podcast and we um, will not talk about France. Or I was just in Austin um, for a few days working with Manton Reese who I work with on Microdot Blog. So I did a weekly review before I left because I wanted to make sure. To capture any things that I wanted to make sure to talk with Manton about. So that was good. But my inbox, you know, whenever I'm spending all that time working with somebody else, I don't like to look at my email too much. And so a lot of little pesky emails filled it up and it's about 121 right now. But let's enough about that. Let's, uh, let's talk about some other productivity questions. Um, one that I have and i've you know definitely i've had over the years every time i've um started to work on getting things done is how do i get things done that don't have a specific deadline or without setting sort of arbitrary deadlines on things um and i mean i think it's it's a good system for deciding what you can do in the time you have, in the context you find yourself and the energy you have. But that last bit of like what the priority is, is is it more important for me to um, say, you know, clear out my inbox right now or to start working on a talk that I'm not doing for a month for, you know, until a month Mm -hmm. from now. And one of the things that caught my, attention lately, and I think I've mentioned it before in the podcast, is I've been listening to the podcast from the people who do You Need a Budget, which is a pretty well-known financial uh, planning tool, uh, especially as marketed to people who want to get out of debt and start saving, um, you know, start saving for things. And it's a pretty logical system. It actually goes by the The initials YNAB, W-N-A-B. And the podcast is pretty good. Somebody had suggested it to me. Uh, They're short podcasts, like five to ten minutes at the most. So true microcasts. (laughs) And uh, The recent one that I listened to was um, the, the founder of YNAB, his name's Jesse. He was talking about how you implement the first rule of budgeting um, which for YNAB is that every give every dollar a job. So basically, you you take the the lump sum of money you have on hand and you assign it to things that need to be paid or saved up for. And by doing that, it really helps you clarify your priorities. And he compared it to you know time management, which I had been thinking about already. Which mm-hmm. is that if you are You have three hours in the afternoon and you want to say, you know, go to the gym and you want to answer email and you want to, uh, you know, start cooking dinner, uh, make dinner for the night. And each of those things takes an hour. Then if you also realize that you need to, say, run an errand, you've got to figure out a time. In that three hours, where the errand can go, and one of the things, or more than one of the things, will have to last less than an hour, because no matter what, the afternoon is only three hours long. You know, in this example, and um, and that the same goes for money. That no matter what, you have a finite number of dollars to assign to your different priorities, and we have we truly have a finite number of minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I mean, we don't know what the total number of the minutes are that we have, (laughs) but we do know on a day to day basis. And I thought this was interesting too, that he mentioned that like this kind of thinking about time, it works well thinking about it kind of on a day or maybe a weekly, um, basis. But once you start trying to plan out further time, you know, just too many variables come into play um but the the notion that we can only do so much, I feel at least for me hasn't really i've had trouble integrating that with uh the g t d system because it never forces you to finish anything specifically um you have to make yourself decide like okay this this talk like I've tried to do this before with a talk is like set like like kind of milestones. So Mm -hmm. at three weeks before the talk, you know, it'll be outlined and two weeks before it will be written. And one week before I will have rehearsed it X number of times, but I find, I find it hard to do that. (laughs) What's, I don't know. What's, what's your take, James?
2: Um, well, I'd say that, um, for me, one of the things I'd like about getting things done is that it does get away from being like this system where you're prioritizing, oh, this is, you know, a very important task. And like in having flags for this is very important or not so important or mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> because things do change so often. So like in that three hour example that you had, if suddenly, um, you know, an email or a text comes in and you do need to do something that day. Um, oh, somebody didn't need something, but now you need to ship a package in this three hour period. Um, so you have to pack the thing up and go to whatever FedEx and ship the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you say, something has to give, but then for me, the nice, that it's sort of like, well, the gym might be really important to me, but, do I really have to cook dinner tonight for an hour or since this other thing came up, will the stuff I have in the fridge I was going to prepare, can I move that till tomorrow and Mm -hmm. just pick something up that will take less time while I'm out doing the errand Um, or do all of those emails I was going to reply to, do they all have to happen today? Or maybe some of those get bumped because I'm really like they don't, have to happen at the time that I planned. So to me, what I like about GTD is that the what I need to get done is very clearly specified. Um, but the when, I mean, I will record specific deadlines, but for those things that don't have an exact deadline, mm-hmm. for me it's it's very uh, nice in that I can flexibly move the things around and kind of juggle them um without necessarily have to go in and change a priority 1 to a priority 2 and a this, like mm-hmm. there's a lot less uh fiddling around i just do the things that i need to do and kind of reconfigure what i'm doing as i go yeah if that makes sense
1: it does. i mean it does make sense i think what it it says to me is uh gtd is good for um, rolling with the punches, you know, because mm-hmm. you never know what might, you know, come across your desk on a certain day. But, uh, um, let's say working on a talk, does that, how, how often does that get bumped? You know, how oh, do you make it- time for something like that?
2: That would get bumped quite often if it's a month or two before the talk. (laughs) Um, Just because, right, there's like it is not as urgent at that moment. Um, uh, The the one suggestion I might have, even though it's something I've thought about doing, but I've never actually done for a talk, Mm -hmm. is potentially like if you set up, if you ask Somebody to listen to your talk, Mm. and you set up a time for them to do so. And it could be like in person, it could be, you know, over Skype or what have you. But then at least it gives you kind of an interim deadline where you're not the only person involved. Right. Um, And in that case, like it will, it kind of helps force you to not bump it because you actually have a commitment you've made with another person. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is, you know, just like the old be better about keeping commitments to yourself, but that, you know, as things happen, things more urgent do come up. So Mm -hmm. I I totally understand that. And even if you end up kind of rushing to get that midpoint commitment done to give the talk to your friend, Mm -hmm. at least, you've done that set of preparation early yeah so your talk is there much fr- your talk is that much further along um that would be my suggestion although it's not something i've done myself but it has crossed my mind on various occasions to give that a try
1: yeah well maybe i will give that a try and say james <laughs> Well, two weeks from now, I'm going to be sending you an outline of my new talk uh, and or something like that. And uh, then I have, I mean, that's worked with other things, James, uh, keeping mm-hmm. uh, accountability. I don't know if two weeks is the right uh, number, but that's, I will figure something out and ask you offline for uh, some more accountability buddy service, if you don't mind.
2: Absolutely. Um- <laughs> But yeah, definitely. Uh, thinking of time, kind of like uh, money or budgeting. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, budgeting your time is important, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You like theoretically, you can always make more money, um, but you cannot make more time. So, if anything, it's more important to use your your time effectively.
1: Right. That's a good point. Um, Yeah, and I do think like the other rules, so YNAP has four rules, the first one being assign every dollar a job. The second one is, uh, you know, budget for true expenses. So don't just budget your monthly bills, but budget your, you know, once a year, once every few years, like expenses that we know will come up, but we don't know Mm -hmm. exactly when. Um, Or we do know when, but we conveniently forget about them until they're due. And um, I've been thinking about that second rule in uh, conjunction with time management as well, because it's good. You, I mean, if you know you're going to want to post, say, an article on your blog or you know your company's mm-hmm. blog every week, if you only write one article every week, <laughs> you, you're not budgeting, you know, your time for the true expense, which is, say, four hours a month or whatever, if it takes you an hour, and, not, and that you ought to have a few set aside for those times when you're going to have to, you won't have that hour, you know, either mm-hmm. you're traveling, you're sick or whatever. And so having something... In savings, literally, like time, you know, work time saved away in the form of a finished task that isn't due immediately. Um, I've been looking at like my my own workflow from that perspective and, and trying to figure out like, what are some things that I can do, you know, a little bit more in advance so that I'm not always scrambling to say, oh, I need to get this written because I'm posting this tomorrow.
2: Mm-hmm. And I also think uh, that notion of like taking all of your expenses into account. Also, sometimes um, I find that, well, I think everybody finds that it's incredibly easy to fool yourself into thinking something's going to take much less time than it really is going to take. And when you mention a blog post taking an hour to write, I'm thinking to myself, wow,
0: that's a very
2: short – like." Every blog post I do takes way longer than I think. Um, I think, oh, I'll just knock that out in a day. And then I get into writing it and I'm not quite happy with how it is. And yeah. I want to do a revision or I want to think about it a little bit more. And then I come back and rewrite it. So it takes, it takes me a while to write things. Um, but in my head, it's always like, oh, I have this idea to do a thing and it's going to take like 15 minutes. <laughs> right. And then like two weeks later, I'm finally done with the thing. Yeah. And it's not that I've been working on it like every hour of the day for those you know for however long it takes. It's just more at least for me a creative process for me usually happens like in uh like chunks. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'll have a productive period and then I kind of let it sit and I kind of think about what it is that I have already and kind of think about ideas so it 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 may take not so much if you just kind of did a like i'm billing the client for this hour kind of how long it actually took mm-hmm. but in terms of calendar time things take longer because it just seems like my that's my creative process takes some time to to especially writing
1: yeah No, that's true. I mean, I threw out that figure of one hour only because it was easy math.
2: (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. I realize that. I realize that. Or if you're doing very short, you know, if you're doing like one paragraph kind of short blog posts about, you know, the happenings of the day, that Mm -hmm. might take, you know, that might take an hour. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Writing is definitely one of those tasks that um, can suck up a lot of time and energy. And it is important to not minimize that in your mind, because you'll just be
2: sorry. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, And now I'm curious, what are the third and fourth rules? Oh,
1: yeah. So the third rule is uh, roll with the punches. So don't um, stress out about overspending in one category. Just go and rearrange the dollars that you assigned so that that expense was is covered. You know, so that forces you to say, "Oh, well, we don't need this much money in the vacation fund because we decided to take you know a cheaper vacation, so we can put hundred dollars towards this." thing that we bought that was over budget or whatever, or Mm -hmm. unexpected medical expense. Um, Although theoretically you would have saved for a lot of those. Um, So, but roll with the punches that it's not like here's the budget and you may not deviate ever.
2: Um, Which actually sounds very GTD ish also right Yeah. You, you react to things as they happen. And just because your plan for the day uh, things come in and, they disrupt what you're planning on doing. That right. doesn't mean you should be totally like, oh, my my system is ruined. Yeah. Um, it's more, it's there so you can tr- try to prioritize and make those adjustments as you go.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, that's, that's exactly right. And what is appealing to me, I think, about, you know, YNAB is that it does have a very GTD philosophy. The last rule is age your money and that is essentially don't live paycheck to paycheck but you know having more money coming in than you're go- then is going out so that money sits around for a while is better you know ha- than having everything be paid for by money you just earned um and that's just a, a peace of mind situation mm-hmm. and i don't know if it has an application and time management, um, in this, you know, because you can't age your time. That's, that's an oxymoron. Uh, <laughs> your time <laughs> your time is your time. But I think it's sort of similar to the notion of budgeting for true expenses or, you know, making sure that you have, um, some work done, you know, in anticipation of the mm-hmm. times that you won't be able to work because by, um, you know, that sort of time, Uh, that is frozen into a let's say a blog post and save for the future um but yeah it's it's an interesting um philosophy I've I've listened to the audiobook I liked it a lot and I've been listening to the podcast and I actually am working on trying to um use the software, uh, kind of like, uh, OmniFocus. I have a lot of questions though, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, and everybody does it differently. I've been watching some YouTube videos, different people who, yes, yeah, it is very much like OmniFocus and GTD, the more I think about it. So, <laughs> so does that mean that I will just semi-implement it every four years? Gosh, I hope not because <laughs> there's nothing worse than like dealing with your budget, you know, and then tossing it out,
2: you know—that's true. And then you need to start another podcast, the weekly consolidation, which is all about <laughs> reconciling your bank statements oh, and God. your budget. And
0: oh. you'll have to get
2: one of those green eye shades, yes, um, and an old old timey adding machine.
1: Yeah, an old timey adding machine. Um, yeah. So, well, James, I think you've um, you've helped me with a few ideas on how to how to use my time without strictly budgeting it because that isn't what, you know, that isn't the, the system that we are talking about here. And I believe in the system I just, you know, believe I could do a a better job either following it or customizing it to my needs. And I think one thing that I um will find helpful is just like first thing in the morning just say what are the what's the limited number of hours i think i have you know and don't have this vague notion of things that i will get done during the day but say like oh this will get done this will get done and then see how that goes and maybe get better at estimating what is going to happen during the day um
2: and for me, a part of it is also just being in that habit of looking at the trusted system before even thinking about what am I going to do today? Because um, there might be that thing that you forgot right, yes. that didn't spring yeah. to mind when you woke up that you're like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to call so-and-so about such-and-such. Maybe I'll do that <laughs> red-hot poker task first. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, and also I appreciate uh, you bringing up uh, that uh, that budgeting system because that's uh, that's I think an interesting set of four rules. Um, I'll have to check that out.
1: Yeah, um, I'll put a link to the to it in the show notes. Um, well, I think we should wrap this up so we can get back to getting things done and also spending money responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, if uh, listeners, if you have any. Um, Ideas about time and money and how they are like or how they are different, we'd love to hear them um, uh, and share it with us and we can share it with the rest of the audience. You can email us at hello at theweeklyreview.fm. We are online at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog, we are at theweeklyreview. And on Twitter, we're at weeklyreviewfm. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you'd rate or review this podcast uh, it will help new listeners find us and it makes us uh happy to know what you think of what we're doing here so thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next weekly review
2: thanks you got some things you want to get done
0: and still enjoy being of organizational fun there's a lot of things you do